What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins. Welcome to another AV Quickie. Also, just a reminder, if you like this episode, you can find more episodes at adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude, which means this episode might contain explicit content. Anything goes when you're in Videoland. Sometimes you might get some inappropriate language, some locker room talk. So if you're easily offended, this might not be the podcast for you. And since this movie is in limited release, I'm going to try not to get into any major spoilers. All right, guys, Parasite. Um, it's about an unemployed family in South Korea who, one by one, start infiltrating a rich family through employment. Um, if you want to boil it down, it's a con man story, which is cool because I haven't seen a good con man story in a while. Uh, but Parasite is written and directed by Bong Joon-ho, and uh, I just pulled up some scores here. IMDb has it at 8.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 99% critics and 93% audience. And it looks like it's at 95 on Metacritic, which means universal acclaim. I think universal acclaim is probably the general consensus here. It actually won the Palme d'Or at Cannes Film Festival this year, making Bong Joon-ho, I believe, the first Korean director to win the award. So yeah, this movie's a big deal for South Korea and for foreign film. Definitely the most popular foreign film of the year by a landslide. And I will add, it's been exciting just to watch South Korea through the years go from nothing in terms of cinema to a cinematic juggernaut. I mean, they've released some great movies the last 20 to 25 years. Some of my favorites are, if I could recommend a few, The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, I Saw the Devil, The Wailing, uh, that's just a few years old, uh, The Vengeance Trilogy, that's great, Old Boy, Lady Vengeance, and uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. And there's uh, some that I enjoy, but I think that are slightly overrated, like Train to Busan. I don't get the love for that movie. Uh, Thirst is overrated, in my opinion. And uh, The Host, Snowpiercer, Okja, Okja, however the hell you say it, uh, Mother. You know, to be honest with you, I think all of Bong Joon-ho's movies are slightly overrated. You know, I feel like I just lost some Videoland street cred there. <laughs> but that's, that's where I'm coming from tonight, all right? Uh, maybe that's how you feel, too. Maybe not. But that's where I'm at, all right? So... You know, however, I will say, I think Bong Joon-ho is a master director, you know, and his movies look great, but I think they're all pretty much overlong and heavy-handed, but I do think, without a doubt, that Parasite is one of the best films of the year. It's just not the best. You know, I don't think it's better than my top three at the moment, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and The Lighthouse. Now, I will say, Bong Joon-ho has an eye for cinema. You know, I feel pretentious as hell saying that. You know, I feel like a Scorsese, but you know what I mean? Bong Joon-ho is a master of his craft, even if I don't care for all of his movies. You know, in just a few minutes of watching Parasite, you know you're watching something created by a seasoned filmmaker. You know, you're watching something special. This movie feels like something Alfred Hitchcock would have directed. I think I read somewhere, actually, that Hitchcock was a big inspiration. Don't quote me on that. I read a lot of shit. But there's so much attention to detail and suspense. I didn't know what to expect from scene to scene. You know, I have a lot of respect for Bong Joon-ho's talent, his world building. You know, there's no denying his skill. And uh, his cinematographer is just as talented. I mean, the cinematography is beautiful. Through his lens, you feel the poverty and the wealth of South Korea. Uh, the cinematography is ridiculously good. Again, I think Parasite's one of the best movies of the year. And just a heads up, I would recommend going into this movie not knowing much at all, if anything. I mean, that's how I went in. 
Um, it's an original and inventive story that I think you'll appreciate more if you know less. Um, it really is difficult to compare Parasite to anything else. It's a social satire. It's a thriller. It's uh, There's a little bit of horror. Um, mostly a thriller. It's a commentary on the have and the have-nots. You know, I love movies that are a blend of genres and tones. It's it's funny. It's disturbing. The tone actually reminds me a lot of Jojo Rabbit, just not as good. Um, it's all over the place, but, you know, it works. Now, the first half of the movie definitely is my favorite. It's basically a con man, con woman movie, which, again, I haven't seen a good con man movie in a while. It's, it's, it's fun watching the low-income family carefully planning their con, infiltrating the rich. It's a lot of fun. At the halfway point... This had potential to be my favorite movie of the year. Uh, the way the family slowly becomes parasites and they attach themselves to the lives of the rich is so entertaining. Like, you never know where the story is going to end up. At the halfway point, I was convinced anything could happen by the end of the movie. Because remember, guys, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't. I watched the trailer one time. You know, I didn't read anything about it. I just went in because I heard it was a, a great movie. It won the Palme d'Or. Fuck, of course I'm going to go see it. Um... It's very unpredictable, you know. It definitely had my attention. I was on the edge of my seat. Actually, I turned to Ryan. I, I actually went uh, to go see this with Videolander Ryan Smith. I turned to him a couple times. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, but I couldn't wait to see what was going to happen next. Now, I'm keeping things vague. I don't like spoiling limited releases, but I will say, I think the third act needed something more, um, something more interesting and a more interesting solution. I don't know, man. I just didn't care as much by the end of the movie. I lost interest. Um, it does get twisty, but uh, in all the different directions this movie could have gone. Um, I like the twist, but I think they could have done more with the twist. Um, curious to see what you guys think, and especially the very end of the movie. You know, I had a lot of problems with the ending. There's a bunch of crap about flickering lights that no one seems to notice, uh, Morris code, and just people being at the right place at the right time. Just a, a bunch of bullshit. Um, <laughs> sounds like I'm tearing this movie down now, but uh, also I think it's too long. Uh, a good 15 minutes could have been trimmed, maybe more. I feel like the third act dragged a little bit, uh, but another highlight. All right, let's, uh, let's uh, heap some praise on here again. Uh, I think the cast is great. Everyone is pitch perfect in their roles. Uh, but the MVP goes to Song Kang-ho. This guy has so much charisma. He does a great job of flipping back and forth as the unemployed father, the con man. I mean, he's funny, dramatic. It's a sad performance. It's just a brilliant performance from Song Kang-ho. If you want to see one of my favorite movies with him in it, uh, again, check out The Good, The Bad, and The Weird. It's a fun Korean Indiana Jones western. And he's doing different things there than he's doing here. I mean, this guy is an amazing actor. And I'm going to nerd out real quick. Um, but Song Kang-ho needs to be in a Star Wars movie or TV series. Just throwing that out there in the universe, okay? Um, also, I don't think any of the characters are black and white. You know, there's no heroes or villains in this movie. Just some real tragic and believable characters. But at the top of this episode, I said, this movie reminds me of a Hitchcock movie. Um, but Hitchcock typically had heroes and villains. I kind of wish this movie went more in that direction, which... Is completely against what I typically say, and I'm sure a lot of people will disagree. I'm probably going to get burnt at, at the stake for this one, but I love real characters. Guys, I love real characters, but I think this movie could have benefited if it went full on Hitchcock. You know, at the halfway point, that's what I wanted. And again, you have no idea what direction the story is going to take, you know, so my mind's racing. You know, where's this plot going? You don't know where this movie's going to end up. You know, my my mind went to some very bizarre places. I've seen some bizarre movies, guys. 
But at the end of the day, I'm stuck with the story that's told. And while it was entertaining to watch, I don't think it's going to hold up as good with repeat viewings. Um, I don't know, guys. Anyway, what else can I say? I do think it has a great chance at the Oscars. Um, South Korea has never been nominated in the foreign language category. Um, it might it might get nominated for Best Picture. I mean, there's a lot of potential here for it to go all the way. Look, I think it's a great foreign film. I know I shit on it there for a little bit, but it's uh, it's my favorite from this director. Um, I think it's absolutely worth checking out on the big screen. If you like foreign films, if you don't like foreign films and you don't like reading subtitles, it might be a little bit too much for you. Um, I would probably start out with something a little bit lighter, like The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, or uh, maybe Train to Basan. Personally, guys, I really enjoyed the ride, and I give it... Let's go four out of five stars. Um, I really do think it's a good movie. Anyway, guys, those are my quick thoughts. I hope you enjoyed this quickie as much as I did. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comment section of this episode. What's your opinion? Is Parasite Bong Joon-ho's best movie? Did you like it? Is it an Oscar contender? Best picture? Best foreign film of 2019? What's your thoughts? Let me know. Anyway, guys, thanks for going on this adventure with me. You can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. If you're looking for long-form podcasts with some guys just shooting the shit about movies, then look for our weekly episodes on the website. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, peace out.